Cheese. <laughs> oh, oh, cheese. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Ben. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Dude, the Haas impersonation, I remember. So back in the good old days when Linwood had a Hooters, yeah. I remember like our, our waitress had just seen our, the good old days when Linwood had a Hooters. That was like the most yeah. hillbilly thing I've ever so, seen. But it's true. Say. So, But one of the waitresses, like that episode had just come out, and she lo- she's like, taco, taco, burrito, burrito. Just like, just walking around, she'd randomly say it, and I was like, I love you. You're funny and hot. I don't know. I think, I think it's better to have the bikini baristas in Seattle and a Hooters. You think so? Hell yeah! Way worth it. Hooters is like, eh. It's like it's like uh it's like blue balling to some mediocre wings. I rather have some okay coffee and actually like. Hey, if see you if, if you go to Europe, the wings are the tits, and so is the beer. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Okay, you don't believe me? Okay, we have great beer here. You're you're <laughs> drinking great beer every day. Okay, okay, but when I have it over there, in Linwood. It's, are we recording? You should keep this. No, okay. First of all, when I have beer over there, it's super fucking fresh, like direct from the brewery. So the Pilsner Urkel is fucking delicious. And also, their farming techniques are a lot better. So the chickens are better and their wings taste better. I'm telling you. It, and, the, and the servers are ridiculously beautiful. We have ridiculously beautiful servers here. Special Brews does not have beautiful servers. That's debatable. That's not homophobia. That's I just don't. I'm not into dudes. Once Dan shaves his beard, we're all beautiful. <laughs> You're not into dudes? No. Speak for yourself. Yeah. Well, I, I'm speaking for myself. <laughs> I think I think you need to start being into dudes a little bit more now. Yeah. Now? <laughs> just so like a your, little your, bit. Your non-being of into dudes is a little questioning. Should I... <laughs> Should I start with trannies and then work my way up to the hunks? Is that the way it goes? Um, the most feminine yeah, tranny. Yeah. I'm sorry. Now they're, the, by the way, now the cancel culture, I'm going to get a fucking cancel because I said trannies. But, oh, well. Shit happens. Hey there, sports fans. Thank you for listening to Bantering Buds, a PNW sports podcast. If you want to follow Bantering Buds on Facebook, like us at Bantering Buds Podcast. If you want to email us with any questions or talk shit, you can reach us at banteringbudspodcast at gmail.com. And by the way, PNW is not a sex term. Bantering Buds has mature content, just like the issues of Hustler you found in your dad's sock drawer back in the 80s, you perverts. Ladies and gents, and welcome to the Bantering Buds PNW podcast, hosted by Nick, Jamie, and Garrett, while produced by Kent. We as sports fans are here to fill you in on your weekly dose of sports, as well as some random oddities, because we like to keep things weird. We appreciate you listening to us, so make sure you go like our page on Facebook, as well as follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and now iTunes. Just look up Bantering Buds podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and let's get ready for sports! But first, what's irking you, Nick? All right, I was going to start with, and we can talk about the games later. I, w- I was going to start with what's irking me is the ice situation for the Avalanche Golden Knights game. Yeah. Um, and it feels like old news by now, even though it was Saturday. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about something more recent. What's irking me is fucking soccer and the fucking <laughs> flopping. And this is why I can't get into soccer. <laughs> so there's a game in Guatemala, right? And I tell you what, listeners. 
I'm going to post the article on the Bantering Buds Facebook page. So you got to see the video. All right. Okay. So the soccer game, Guatemala, and uh, this guy named Rosbin Ramos, his flopping. So he sees a rock over by the sideline. Okay. He clocks himself in the head with it. Yeah. And there's like video footage of it. Clocks over the head and goes down. That's like, creative. I fucking hate it. Is okay. Yes, it's creative, but it, that's the douchebaggery of soccer. Hey, that you can just all pretend. All I'm saying is, fuck. he's working for his. He's working in, towards his retirement. He's probably going to try to go into acting or something. He's like, God, my soccer career clearly isn't working out. You for know, me. based on the video, he's not that pretty, <laughs> so he should do something else before. But it's just like it just. You know, it's that's a fucking ridiculous. bullshit because like like it's like pro like one of the one of the secrets of the trade of pro wrestling, right? Like pro wrestlers would sometimes have like really small razor blades. Yeah, where if you get busted by a chair and just before the it's it's almost like a man. Like slide a hand, you just and then you're bleeding from your forehead. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's pro wrestling. It's acting. This is a legit sport. We, I mean, if if I so my last athletic career was college rugby, which was a long time ago. But if I clocked myself in the head with a rock, people would be like, they wouldn't say good for you. They'd be like, you know, what you the should, fuck you, are you doing? Yeah, you should talk to a therapist. <laughs> yeah. So that's what's like. No me. brain, go work now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> me, Nick, be strong. Play rugby. <laughs> Smash <laughs> rock. So that's what's irking me. Uh, Jamie, how about you? What's um, irking you? Wrinkles. Wrinkles are irking me this week. So, <laughs> like, like this is like you're penalized for being happy, and you smile, and you get like wrinkles in your eyes, and then like maybe you've had a hard day, and you're stressed like for a year or two, and then like it says it on your face. So. um like wrinkle like i mean i don't know i just it seems like it's not fair like your whole life just because you were like happy yeah you know no totally i don't know and then plus with masks and stuff just wearing it out and about like i have to like over accentuate like i'm happy and i'm squinting and like nodding and stuff like oh haha like your joke is funny you smile with your eyes yeah (laughs) so yeah so i don't know i just I've, i've noticed wrinkles lately so i mean i'm only 31 but um i'm noticing some wrinkles i can lift my eyebrows up and gain six foreheads right uh, what's irking me this week is when you're on the highway and people decide to merge into your lane without using a turn signal. It's like, it's like, thank you. Like, thank you so much for that. Like, oh. I I am humbly obliged that you don't think that I, you owe okay. me the courtesy of telling me that you're going to enter in my fucking lane, especially when, you, when you're going right. slower than I'm going. Right. Pisses okay. me off completely. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's it's, always a, a it's always someone in a nice car, too. It's like when, when, when people actually have to like pay for their cars, you know, the hard way, it's yeah. like, you know, it seems like, you know, they drive a little bit better. They give warning. Yeah. <laughs> what about those people that like, it always irks me when um, they pull in front of like those big uh, semis and stuff, you know, knowing that they can't like. Oh, no, I, totally. Like, oh, I used yeah. to drive the van delivery van for Crucible and like with the kegs and stuff and that van would not stop. And people, yeah, people just cut right in front of you and stuff. And it's like, dude, I'm carrying a heavy fucking load. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to smash you, buddy. Yeah, you best believe it. I'm like going to speed up. I'm going <laughs> to I'm not going to stop. Hopefully they got to where they were going quick, you know, like 2 seconds like ahead, you know. Yeah, right? Yeah. And like yeah. I hope that split second really helps you, buddy. <laughs> uh, let's get on to some sports though. Let's start with sports punch. For NCAA men's basketball, Louisville coach Chris Mack admits it was not a good look to be shown maskless in a video while celebrating the Cardinals' December 26 victory over rival Kentucky. Uh, in the video, Wood yells that former Kentucky associate head coach Kenny Payne, now an assistant to the NBA's New York Knicks, was responsible for the Wildcats' previous victories over the Cardinals. And since he's gone, they will never beat U of L again. Mack added that he called Cap- Calipari upon learning upon the video and that him and his buddies 
just said it was a joke and directed at pain and they went a little sideways and as he tells his players when you do things that happen in the spotlight you got to own it max said fortunately about me i own things i live and learn by them and we'll move forward so he kind of did drunk. the right thing well you it's a tell. house party it's a house it was a house party right. they were talking some smack and and i mean it it wasn't the greatest look because it's just a regular game it's not yeah. you know it's not like they won a game in like the tournament so it's his little, eyes it's started like, back and forth and I like, like it's almost like, like he's so there. drunk and he's just like am I really talking like this wait wait oh uh, yeah I am you know it was just it was just he was sharing like what he would talk with his friends with us and no totally yeah it, for sure but yeah I mean I do I do th- like the fact that he he owned up to it because you know it's like the coaches tell their players that they got to act humble and all that stuff, I didn't so see that video did he say them. hey yeah like he did it, okay. it was like a little press conference uh-huh. afterward Aww. But let's go into the battle of the number one seeds uh, for the tournament. Projected number one seeds are two of them are going to be Gonzaga and Baylor. Uh, That's such a surprise. The tough, right? They are looking <laughs> tough. Uh, both of them are undefeated. Uh, it's going to be kind of crazy if they can actually hold that off. But the Zags are 22 and 0. Baylor is 17 and 0. Both of the teams have four wins versus ranked opponents, but Baylor's last two games are both versus ranked teams. When you look at the strength of schedule, you got to kind of give it to Baylor, even though yes. they haven't played as many games, because Zags are playing like uh, fucking Rancho Cucamonga Tech and South Portland School for Sailors. You know well, what I'm saying? <laughs> like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. so all right, hold on now. Okay, and Baylor's so, actually you know playing teams. Yeah. Um, so. It, I, I, as everybody knows, I love, I hate Gonzaga. And by the way, right now, I'm just announcing this now. No, oh, yeah. Is when they get booted from the tournament, I'm bringing a bottle of champagne. You know, oh, you know, that's gonna gonna pop that cork. They're not going to get booted Nick. till Final Four, at least. Come on. What? Oh, you don't like champagne? So, all right, well, you don't get any. I'm not picking the yeah. Zags to win it all, but I'm, but they are going to go far for the but fact per tradition, that yeah. They are I, beating yeah. every team significantly. Like, on average, it's at least like they're beating by teams by over 30 points. But they play cupcakes, though. Of, okay. I know and you're, it's not because you're, they're hitting threes. It's because okay, of their defense. Okay, 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 they're, they're, okay. A, they're a college team with a defense. Do you know how scary that is? That is, NBA except, okay, but it's West Coast Conference, which means you play a lot of cupcakes during conference play. For sure. but It's a shitload of cupcakes no, it's a shit that's what i'm saying it's a shitload of cupcakes i would totally put baylor ahead of them but the zags still are nothing to be messed with man you get, they're led but they led always by, do well they're anyway. led by timmy who averages 19 points per game and in, in the ncaa that's great especially with seven rebounds per game so he's putting up points he's generating more points um but when you look at the stuff like the, the the leading four scores of both teams gonzaga's leading four has a slight push. They average about 63 points per game, whereas Baylor averages about 54 points per game. Right. Baylor has the better bench. That's why I like Baylor, especially when it when it gets to the deep in the game. The only thing that that bench doesn't really matter on, especially with NCAA, is that you're only playing a team one time. Granted, when you're in the NBA and you have a deep bench, that takes you a lot further. Um, but... I think they're both going to make it to the final four. I'd love to see Baylor win it because we don't want to see Gonzaga, but I'm sorry, Nick. Gonzaga looks a little crazy right now. As long as they don't win at all, it's all good. (laughs) So I tell you what, I tell you what, if you want your complimentary champagne, and by the way, I'm not. I'm not going to pull some like cheap ass sparkling. No, no, no. Yes, uh, yeah. Dom Perignon. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not doing Dom. I, I will do like a nice, uh, a well, nice Lamarca. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? Shit. If they still have it, the uh, I tell you what. I celebrated Super Bowl 48 with a bottle of Kirkland Signature Champagne. From France, of is that know. good or bad? No, it's good. It's okay. actually it, it's if you take away the snobbery. I mean, if you poured it and Did just you say, said take away the snobbery, take away the snobbery. 
So if you poured it for if you poured it from somebody, didn't tell them the label and said, "Oh, this is champagne from France," they would love it. But no, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so, you, know, so, you so, can totally taste it. You so, can taste the difference. So I'm just telling you guys, look forward to those. Does it feel those, like you had a membership look, when you bought it? No. <laughs> I am pretty elite. Look forward. To, I'm just saying, hey, 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 look, mom, dad, I made it. As the NCAA's antitrust battle intensifies, 2021 could bring monumental change to college sports. The United States Department of Justice became interested when the NCAA threatened California with a ban. Collegiate teams participating in postseason play should not should state that uh, the Fair Pay and to Play Act, a set law to become in 2023, giving California athletes the opportunity to maximize their NIL rights. Um, but by denying an entire class of athletes a chance to play in the postseason just because they choose to go to school in California, the NCAA may be violating antitrust laws. I, it's a big thing here. Um, so the biggest thing about what's happening is the NCAA is they keep trying to make these rules and stuff and fit things into where they're. <laughs> Whatever they they're trying to hone it to whatever right. they say is go, and it, it comes a lot with this other stuff because we're trying to pay players. Like we're trying to work on that deal where some of these pairs it's are so getting evolving played. right now. Yeah, Everyone and knows so I think they're trying to pull off every little tactic that they can to kind of pick and pull and uh, and do whatever they what's in their grasp. But I think it's very unfair that they're making these these kids. Uh, the ability to play in any postseason thing—they're—they're they're right. taking away that uh, ability, and that's what—that's what scouts, that's what professional teams want to see. They want to see as many. Um, granted, if you—if your team doesn't make the tournament, you know, you still can get drafted. You know, all this stuff, but they want to see you in those clutch moments, especially in those big games. That, that helps immensely with your scouting report, and it's a little unfair. And I, I do think, yeah, the United States department of justice is doing good. In fact, I think they should just be reviewing the NCAA as a whole, not just for basketball, but for football and all these other sports and stuff, because the way that they handle some of these things, it's getting to the point where it's a little ridiculous. Um, and they're, uh, I, I am not a fan of the, the NCAA. I think they are money hungry individuals who profit off of the work of hard working kids. And it's sad, but to each their own. But that that's just a little bit of a brief thing into that. You can always go uh, on to pretty much any website right now and talk about the NCAA um, violating laws or violating things. Or you can look up the Fair Pay to Play Act uh, that's going to happen out in California to get a better understanding of it, too. But off of a NCAA, let's get on to some professional sports. A, a sad thing happened in soccer. Sounders forward Jordan Maris goes down with a leg injury in a game with Swansea City. Now, uh, I'm a little butthurt by this because we send one of our best players overseas right. Uh, right. so that we can feel the yeah. repercussions of this. You know, what did the Sounders get out of this? I mean, yes, they got a little bit of money, but we want, we'd rather have Jordan on the oh, field. Yeah. They got like a lot of money. But, <laughs> but also, it hurts our national team. Jordan Morris is going to be a starter for our national team. Not, not anytime soon like at least yeah. in like six to nine months for sure and, and that's if he fully recovers from the injury and that's that's where you know I, what injury he has so he has an anterior cruciate ligament mm-hmm. injury right which so he got that in uh 2018 so the same doctor that repaired that 
back in uh, a couple years ago mm-hmm. is going to do Help this. Him and with he this said, one. Yeah, and he said he's going to come back stronger than cool. ever. He and I know he will because this is such a common injury. So um, for everybody out there, what it is is like basically when your knees bent a little bit and then you pivot back and forth, kind of like what all soccer is. It's like a it's very not a hyper extension, but it's like on the sides. It, uh-huh, yeah. it like it basically it, a little bit. Of, it's like I would almost say it's a whiplash a little okay. bit of because like your um your foot is your lower leg is is grounded and then you move your upper body it's very common no yeah that so, sucks though i know but he it's heals still, right uh, he's gonna be fine he's 26 he's yeah. gonna heal a lot better than somebody who's like i don't know vinatieri's age which no, is like totally. 47 I, I, so. i'm just not a big fan of loaning our players out i mean i i, no. I get I, it's cool that he got the experience i think in, it's like in a European i want to say like 900 thousand dollars like yeah. to, to loan him out for like a few games no so, yeah um, if anything he's gonna rest totally so. it's not worth it for the season though it's no, not yeah i mean it's a good thing that we still have a little bit until our next season starts but soccer yeah. is like relatively new to me and like the way that they loan players out and everything that's just part of the deal that's no for what sure they do yeah. well the sounders take pitch in april for the first time so it's, he won't be there um so we you might not have I'm, the greatest start to our season. You know who I'm excited to see, though, of who? our Sounders is uh, Raul, like, Rua Diaz. <laughs> oh, yeah. He did great so, for right? us the past couple seasons. <laughs> no, yeah. Raul's did, done great. We de- we definitely need him and Ladero to step it up, especially since with Morris's absence. And they're going to be the clutch players for the yeah. beginning of our season without Morris. Uh, with a season ticket base over 30,000 the return of fans in a limited capacity will create a challenge for the sounders if lumen's capacity is limited to 20 percent, that means 13,854 fans at most about two-thirds of seattle's massive season ticket base would not be able to even attend which kind of sucks because my girlfriend's parents are season ticket holders oh my gosh go to sounders game oh my gosh (laughs) um have they toyed with the ideas of doing like a split uh i think yeah i I don't know what they're gonna have to do something like that you know I mean, um, just so that everyone can get some games. What imagine? sucks is is going to be the Portland Timber game. That's what every, every season ticket holder goes to that game. That's like the biggest. And the, and the Vancouver game. Those are the biggest games. Wait a minute. So your girlfriend's um, parents have tickets? Mm-hmm. Hey, Garrett, how you doing? Yeah, Hi. Right. <laughs> how are you doing? Yeah, oh, my right. gosh. Like, am I your favorite Jamie in the whole world? Amen. Hi. Okay. No, yeah, I know. That's why I'm trying to schmooze some people that are cracking season tickets. You're his favorite Jamie. You're not his favorite guy on the whole world. Okay, no. That's okay. <laughs> I'll take that. He, he is taken, ladies. Yeah, yeah right. Oh, Just God. to put that out there. So. <laughs> I can be swayed, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Kaylee. I love you. Uh, a doctor I, and a I'm nurse sorry, coordinator. Kaylee, I love you. <laughs> a doctor and a nurse coordinator are the latest individuals to be added to the investigation into the death of Diego Maradona, bringing the total to seven people currently being investigated. The Argentine legend died following a heart attack on November 25th, two weeks after being released from a hospital in Buenos Aires following brain surgery. He was 60. So in total, seven individuals, including neurosurgeon Leopold Luke and performed uh, Maradona's brain surgery are under investigation by Argentine authorities as they attempt to determine whether this was negligence in his treatment following the operation, and if so, whether those individuals should face a criminal case for manslaughter. Bum, bum, bum. That's scary. It's going to be manslaughter for sure. It's going to be a malpractice. Suit. Yeah. That's that what is so scary. That yeah. it just, it, Think about who well, he yeah, is. Well, yeah, they're saying he was 60 and yeah. he had just been released from brain surgery, doing fine, and then, yeah, has a heart attack earlier, and goes back to the same staff. And earlier that morning, like he basically wanted a beer. And then they were crushing up 
pills and I could see them just like trying to make him relax or whatever, not realizing, just going through the motions of taking care of somebody yeah. who's super famous. Totally. You know, um, man. There was a I, snippet too where uh, they have like evidence where a nurse said, yeah, I went and checked yeah. on him. But then they went back to the cameras and said, no, you, no one ever entered the room from this period to this period. So it's like, that's just one lie we caught. So it's yeah. now it's like, we're just going to start unfolding all this other shit. Oh. Say, saying that you guys were negligent, you guys intentionally, like, you know, something was going on. Uh, what they it's think sad. was it was like they had they have a, like an oath to a different team or something and they're kind of just being like you know whatever they were not taking their oath of doctors or no. you know health staff seriously right. and the thing is it's like and when somebody's like super famous and stuff they give them what you want like and yeah. then they're trying their best and stuff I think there's just too many like fingers in the pot or people get jealous that, that this person's rich right, and shit right, you know right. so and like, you know he was hard yeah. to deal with like you know I mean maybe yeah. he's been an alcoholic before totally. and he wants his beer you mm-hmm, know what I mean mm-hmm. they're trying to make him comfortable and then they may lose their job if he's not being made comfortable I mean there's a lot of things but it, it's going to be man slaughter for sure yeah i got a lot of rough news for soccer this week we started with jordan morris and the leg injury then we went to maradona and all this conspiracy behind the uh the way he was taken care of for manslaughter and now we're going to go into former germany international and ex-real madrid defender christoph metzlelder will face trial in his home country on charges of possession and distribution of child pornography metzelder is accused by the prosecutor's office of 29 charges of trying to distribute child pornography and one charge of possession of child pornography. Mm-hmm. A court in Dusseldorf said that Metzelder has denied those accusations and that a trial will take place to determine if the allegations are true or not. Mm-hmm. You suck, buddy. Yeah. You deserve it. It's fucking sick. Yeah, you're gross. Soccer people. See, we, we try to get into soccer, and then everything we talk about today is super negative. About it. <laughs> but let's get on to the NBA because yeah. the Lakers are failing right now. They don't have AD, and LeBron is like, he's getting benched a little bit more. They're losing some games. And what's funny to see is that all these people that decided to come out and play with LeBron and do all this bullshit that the NBA allows, where, oh, that player's playing there, so I'm going to go to that team, or blah, 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 blah. Right. The Lakers are losing, and I mean, AD can come back. He can be healthy again. Everything will be back to normal. Bron, Bron, he'll be happy, and then all the other players. Okay, cool. I just got to make three shots a game. That's it. You know, it's like it's like they're they have all these mediocre players that like to wear all these headbands and have this swagger about them. And it's like, dude, you're trash. And that's what I love about the NBA is because you'll have these dudes that come out with like the arm sleeves, um, and what knee pads or whatever to help them out and then they're just garbage just like you're on right. defense you're garbage yeah. on yeah. offense you're garbage and well, yeah when it comes time to make a clutch shot you fucking choke so sorry bud lebron can't do it all himself like that's why ad no. was such yeah. a dominant force because the lakers were never put in the position where they had to come from behind when they have to come from behind and it's just lebron it's not gonna happen anymore lebron just doesn't he's just it's not that he's old it's just that he can't do it like he used to do it right granted, granted he's a dominant presence when he takes the ball in the paint by himself he's great but yeah. he can't do that no, totally 50 times a game have you heard about the urban legend about LeBron? No, what's that? Is he loses a hair on the on his bald spot every time he loses a game? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Actually, That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but uh, if you, anyone has been keeping up with the NBA, how dangerous do those Nets look, man? Yeah. Uh, you have three players all averaging twenty five points per game, and with Durant out, you still had Harden and Kyrie scoring, dropping sixty five points. Like these guys. 
are they're the epitome of try to outscore us. Yeah. Granted, their defense is not great. If they can if they can lock up a defense and not lose pr- uh, offensive productivity, they're going to be an astounding team in the playoffs. Right. Definitely a contender for the East. I definitely think it's going to be Nets and Bucks in the very end. I I know everyone's a Miami Heat fan, but is there? Uh, <laughs> Is there any news about a timetable for Durant's return? Or uh, I believe it's only it's going to be another month. Right, it's not okay, a okay. huge yeah, injury, yeah, yeah, and but, I do but, think but. that they're sitting him just to be extra cautious. Right. But I tell you what, I think Harden and Durant, if they win a title with Brooklyn, it's going to be like some I'm, bittersweetness. Well, I'm going to be petty as usual, <laughs> of course. Yeah, fuck you, Oklahoma City. Two of you, two, two, of, two of your primo players just want a title with another team. Suck my balls. Yeah, yeah right. Fuck you, OKC. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, well, Durant's already won another title with with another with, team. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Harden hasn't had the luck. Harden tried right. to do his own thing. But seriously, by the way, can I go off about their fans real quick? Since you mentioned that, yeah, go yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Durant. So, yeah, okay, OKC yeah, fans. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, Oklahoma City. Anyways, uh, so when Durant left, you know what's in Oklahoma City? Taco Bell. That's it. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> and a Sonic. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, was, oh. here we go. You're fucking. Okay, you're yeah. fucking cool. And by okay. the way, by the way, in Oklahoma City. If you're feeling fancy, you go to Red Lobster for dinner. Oh. Anyways, yeah. or yeah, or or, or, or uh, <laughs> there's not enough Olive cheddar guard, bad biscuits So we're no, your, but I'm your sorry, family. Keep it Uh No, my point is, their fans. So when Durant left. I remember I, I went to their the fucking OKC fan page or whatever, and this outrage of those white trash inbred fuck cousin fuckers okay. were just like oh <laughs> oh Christ, oh Nick. no seriously no because they're you know oh, Art, this is such a betrayal from Oklahoma right huh who's from Oklahoma I was like Art went to school out there actually no I, I actually we've had a conversation about that yeah he went there for college yeah that's not the, yeah, he went to school out there but he grew up here yes so he, but he's still partial to people from Oklahoma. Okay, he's partial to the University of Oklahoma. He's not partial to the Thunder. I'm sorry. But the point I'm getting, as I think I've said it before, is when Durant left for Golden State years ago, all these fans were like, oh my God, this, like, what about loyalty? And they're bitching. I'm like, you pieces of shit. You've, you lost a player. You didn't lose a team. Fuck off. That's true. Hashtag still bitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on a bright side, though, did you know that Damian Lillard is not only just a fan of boxing, but he also trains down at a gym in Portland? That's awesome. Um, Garrett, did you know that he actually owns a Toyota dealership in McMinnville? What? Yeah, right. And actually, now I want to go buy oh, a Toyota oh, from Damian. Oh, that's only the beginning. All right. So did you know that his uh, rap name is Dame Dalla? Did you see that Dalla. Hulu <laughs> has live sports? Hulu doesn't have a live <laughs> Oh, God, that commercial. So he's actually recorded songs with Lil Wayne, 2 Chains, and Jamie Foxx. Did oh, you know that? Damn. I, oh, I like Jamie Foxx. Oh, shit. Look at his songs. Look at his songs. <laughs> and um, also, um, so um, Dame Dalla means different on levels Lord allows. That's what Dalla means. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. <laughs> Great. Such a good name, Dame. Such a good name. Uh, on to the MLB, though. Uh, big news for the Mariners this past yeah. week, guys. Uh, oh, Mariners shit. CEO resigns after his, uh, 
I don't know how to phrase this. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> after his mess. racial and insensitive comments to some of the players, coaches, and staff. Right. Uh, less than 24 hours after apologizing for his array of incendiary comments in a video call early in February, Kevin Mather has resigned as team's chief executive officer and president effective immediately. Uh, but let's call it like it is. He was fired. He did not resign. He was fired. Yeah. You can say whatever you want for your pension plan and for your severance pay or whatever. Right. right? But yeah. fuck you, dude. You were fired. We do not want you in Seattle. Uh, if anything, we I'm not going to say Seattle is the most progressive city in the MLB, but we have definitely we ha- we have adversity or diversity and we have acceptance towards others here in the Northwest and we do not accept that. And I think Jerry DePoto and Scott Cervais have done a great job in trying to mend things with players who were directly mentioned or referenced by the former CEO. Um, But they said, yeah, you have every right to be upset. We are very open with our players and urge them to be the same. And if they want to be angry, they should be. Frankly, they should be insulted, DePoto said Tuesday. But at the same time, they are collectively driven toward what we are trying to do here as a team. I'm embarrassed that this is the way we've been viewed because those of you who have been around me or Scott or this team, this is not how we're wired, DePoto said. It's embarrassing to be categorized or deal with the stigma that we are now pinned with. We have to shed it, he says. Uh, It... Uh, it's our way to bear, and we now have to be accountable to that and find a good way to grow beyond that. Words of wisdom. He's been great. I, I think that that was a nice thing to, for him to say. It's hard, dude. It's hard to to, to um, mend this PR landscape that right. or, you know ordeal that's happening right now. Because um, I think I think it's. It, it, at least, at least people, we, we were very quick to nip it in the bud. It's not a team thing. It's this right. guy. It's this one person. And, you know, you you can't you can't blame the whole organization for one person. Granted, yes, he was the higher up in the organization. Right. But it's not that everyone has the same views and stuff like that. I mean, it came down to the fact that he was basically just, like, upset that people weren't learning English. And it's like, dude, like, fuck you. Like, English is not everybody's first language. And the fact that, and my thing too is also, I bet he knows more than just one language, man. Kevin, how many languages do you know, my guy? How many languages do you fluently speak, Kevin? Right. You fucking loser. Yeah. Totally. uh, I mean, I'll admit it with, back during Ichiro's playing days, yeah, we'd kind of joke about like how his English wasn't the best, but, but then again, I'm not the face of the Mariners, you know, but it's no, just, yeah. but we just joke about it. Was no, totally. it wasn't like, but, but, it, but then but again, it, I'm not in charge of the Mariners. Imagine owning a company and being yeah. in charge of a company right. and you then you're making fun of your employees because well, they can't. And not only when he complained yeah. about hiring a Japanese interpreter, oh. by the way, for, for the total amount per year is $75,000 a year. So for, for all of us who are in this room right now, 75 grand a year is a lot for an organization like that. That is You're, like you got to be kidding if, me. If, yeah, if, if you want to compare it to my personal finances, seventy five thousand is me going to Taco Bell for like two mini burritos and a small soda or so. Yeah, yeah, it just, yeah. It, yeah. And not only that, but when you also talked about manipulation. Well, the like, thing is, the thing is, yeah. if the Mariners won more games, that interpreter's price would not have mattered because we right? would have been right. making yeah, totally. more money. We would have been so now this like more nickel, seats, and, this nickel been, and diming shit. Yeah. And it's like run the organization yeah. better if you want people to buy jerseys, if you want right. people to buy merch, if you want yeah. people to put money into this fucking organization, run it better. And, and just well, I'm talking about like manipulating, like you know the time, the amount of time that players could play. And so, I mean, it's 
Good fucking riddance. Um, I tell you what, this. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I've been down on the Mariners for for a long time for a very good re- for mm-hmm. very good yeah. valid reasons, but this this might it's make things better. It's over the top. It's over the top. And because because not only his previous sexual harassment allegations and how like it, it was kind of like paid off and da, da, yeah, like. The problem is when you have shitty people. Yeah, speaking as a former Boeing employee, when you have shitty people at the top of your organization, you don't perform as well. No, totally. Because it's like, well, they're yeah. You're like, what's the fuck? They're point? failing upward, and yeah. yeah. And then I'm getting stuck with all so those good work. I'm never gonna be okay with somebody like trash talking like Mariners or anything like this. Like they need all the help we, that they can my get. My thing is so. Like my thing shitty. is, if you want to talk shit about the Mariners, talk about our play, talk about our coaching. I don't want it to be. Oh, I don't like the Mariners because they're fucking racist. They're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't you, want. I, yeah, yes, I, yeah. We don't yeah. want that label. Yes. Like, like, like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Talk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We all we all are in agreement. Yeah. So let's get on to the NHL. Let's talk about some Tahoe games, Nick. That irked you this week. So <laughs> why right. don't you get us into some? We're heated today. Yeah, the Tahoe <laughs> games. Um, so, uh, uh, so the games are on Saturday and Sunday, and so. Kind of follow the follow to what's irking me is that they had a little situation with the ice. Uh, sun came out, got a little too warm, so you had players and even a referee tripping in the slush. So they had, yeah. <laughs> so you're supposed to have, yeah. So the face, yeah. So the face. It looks uh, gorgeous, though. Honestly, yeah, like like that, like that. Oh, the the whole uh, like rink that they set up, and then the background where you see like the mountains, like oh, dude, it was my man that are into sports. Are I, you I, talking I, about the background right now? <laughs> yes. The full oh, yeah. Yeah. But he's right. Get the fuck out of here! Shit, that yeah. ambiance. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> you know, you want to know what else got wet other than that rink? <laughs> <laughs> But it was be- no, I, 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 I've been to Lake Tahoe a few, quite a, like a, what three, four times maybe, and yeah, it was it just yeah, it's it's beautiful as hell. Uh, but yeah, so the ice, excuse me, the ice issues, and then so yeah, they had to even bring out like yeah, aluminum. Yeah, foil. so face off, it was like so face off, and and, and and they were able to play like you know like part of the game, but face off was at noon. And then when they stop play, about you know, like only about what one third of the game was over. Yeah, <laughs> and they stop it within the hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, within the hour, and then and then the next face off wasn't until nine p.m. Oh my so, god! So See, if, honestly, if you're though, an East Coast fan, <laughs> fucking midnight. Okay, but hear me out though. Hear me out though. Hear me out though. Yeah. If I actually, because they still had fans. I mean, not near but you could still go you know around and stuff yeah, like yeah. that if I was someone who actually like was going to go watch these games and stuff like that I would be happy because I can call my work and be like hey yeah sorry craziest thing happened this game got postponed yeah. at nighttime. I'm going to have to stay here <laughs> yeah. and get drunk and not be coming in tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> but, that would be uh, the best answer ever. Yeah. Like I would totally like like get here whenever. Yeah. So here we go. Uh, so I'll just keep these uh, recaps really brief. But so uh, Las Vegas at Colorado for the Avalanche goals were scored by Nathan McKinnon, Samuel Gerrard, and Devin Tews. Taze. Taze or Tews. Taze. Okay, I'm sorry. I, there's yeah. some old family friends where I've, I've no, always it's said like, uh, it's Taves. like Jonathan Jonathan Taves, the uh, okay, captain Taves. of the. Okay, uh, thank you, thank you. Too, too good. Well, that's embarrassing. I got that wrong. No, you're good. Uh, thank well, you. It's, it's thank you. weird. Uh, for the Golden Knights, uh, t- their two goals were courtesy of Alex Took and Alec Martinez. So after that shit show involving the melting ice. Uh, we have some good news, or at least for me, the Avalanche <laughs> beat the Golden Knights, or I'm sorry, they beat the Golden Peasants three to two. Uh, can I say something really quick? Yeah. About, okay, so. The missed opportunity that happened with Las Vegas team. Mm-hmm. Why did they call it the Golden Knights and not the Las Vegas Knights? Not only is that a play on words, 
it, the knights is cool. You can just have a golden knight as your mascot. Right. When you add the golden, it's like I just immediately think of piss. Oh, I think of nuggets. As as a, as an <laughs> immature adult, I think of piss. Nuggets. Nugs. <laughs> golden nugs. Nugs. <laughs> But my th- like, like, like the this Vegas Knights. You, you instead of having golden have shower it, instead nights, of it being an actual, yeah, exactly. <laughs> instead of it having being a knight, it could you could have the Vegas Strip as your uh, logo, or you know, have that play with something. You can have a co- ton of cool jersey options because of that, because the Vegas Knights or whatever. But missed opportunity, drop ball. I know it's not really having to do with hockey, but I'm, I'm it, it's a little irking, and I I'm glad that the, that Seattle just shows hockey, the Kraken and not like the slimy Kraken or the gooey the slimy Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and so you actually um remember you asked like if there was like a team and you were going to call them like the like rainiers or something oh like i would that. have loved to call them the rainiers uh, emeralds that's See, what i thought of after i would have loved emeralds because yeah. that would have been a really dope like jersey emerald City. Uh, yeah, totally 100 sure. yeah, yeah. Like all green you have like three what, different shades of what green. teams were we talking about i can't even remember but you asked me well, that we're last talking week. about uh well um Potential names for the women's. The women's, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The emeralds would be mm-hmm. really cool, actually. So, but, there we go. Yeah, the rain, yeah. Come okay. on, Seattle. So. <laughs> Listen to our podcast. You know, when you think of something like after it happens, that that was it. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. It's in the next game. Yes, the next game. Um, by the way, I think with the Golden Knights, I think the now I forgot his name, but I, the the guy in charge of the Golden Knights, if I remember correctly, he's an Army veteran. Oh, the owner. Yeah, I, and so yeah. I, I think he, I think that's somebody told me. Uh, I'm sorry, without googling, I'm terrible with names. Yeah, so uh, but anyway, so he was army veteran, and since the mascot for Army's football team is the Black Knights, I think he kind of wanted. Oh, okay. Yeah. That. Okay. Then, I, I, plus, okay. Plus, when you that's think of Vegas, okay. the main color is gold. Anyways, yeah. I didn't know that. On Thanks, to Nick. Sunday's game: Flyers at Bruins. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this game gave us a football score. Uh, by the way, real football, not soccer. <laughs> <laughs> the, the goals for Philly were scored by Sean Coutier. 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 <laughs> it's French. No, my, I know. My French is just, <laughs> I hate hockey uh, names. Yeah. I hate Joel, hockey Joel Farabee and James Van Reemsdijk. Uh, and then... <laughs> Yeah, that's a funny name. Reemsdyke. 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 I'm sorry, Reemsdyke. No, I, wow. I'm imagining him being made fun of in high school now. And I think that's a Dutch name, and I suck at Dutch uh, names, Jimmy too. Reemsdyke. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, so, um, yeah, so the, the uh, seven goals for the Bruins. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven goals uh, uh, for Boston. Um, so they came from Charlie Coyle, Trent Frederick, David Pasternak, who had the hat trick, by the way. So he had the three. Gorgeous. Uh, Nick Ritchie, no relation to Lionel Ritchie. Unfortunately. And Charlie Charlie McAvoy, <laughs> which led. Um, so the second final Tahoe game. And like I said, it was a football score. So the Bruins win it all seven to three. Uh, Charlie McAvoy is a young stud. And he is the <laughs> Bruins ace right now. So he's great. But yeah, Pasternak is a fucking beast. He is a beast. I, I hate Boston. I hate Boston teams. But. I respect them. Mm-hmm. I respect them. I'm glad Char left, though. He was my favorite part about that team. I mean, Tuka's, Tuka's a beast of a goalie. But no, yeah, that's like that's a football score for a game. Uh, on to some more uh, weird news in the NHL. The New York Rangers' Artemi Panarin, uh, who is one of my favorite young studs from the Blackhawks, who just got traded to the Raiders not too long ago, um, is taking leave after assault allegations surface. Uh, we Earlier, we talked about the Zags, which Nick hates. Now we're going to talk about Russia, which Nick also hates. <laughs> Fuck Russia. Uh, the news comes after a Russian newspaper published allegations from Panarin's former KHL coach, 
Andrei Nazarov, uh, claiming that the winger got into a physical altercation with an 18-year-old woman in Latvia in 2011. Nazarov's interview said Pinarin sent her to the floor with several powerful blows. According to a translation provided to ESPN, Nazarov was previously criticized at Panarin's outspoken beliefs towards Russian President Vladimir Putin. The Rangers have stated that this is clearly an intimidation tactic being used against him for being outspoken on recent political events. Artemi is uh, obviously shaking and concerned and will have to take some time away from the team. And the Rangers fully support him and will work with him to identify the source of these unfounded allegations. Um, Granted, yes, if these are true, you fucked up, dude. That is not cool. Really wrong. But... From what it seems like is that because he was so against how Russia was dealing with stuff and how uh, the political situation is over there, um, that people are kind of just trying to bring up shit. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not I'm not saying that this woman is lying or whatever, whatever. Uh, I'm just saying if this did not happen, it's very weak and it's very shitty. Um and I just want, I just think it's very great on the Rangers saying, hey, we're sticking by our player. He, right. he you know, we have been dealing with him. We know what he is like. Um, it's dumbfounded and, you know, stay out of it. And it's glad, I'm really glad that the NHL is like, fuck you, Russia, all the right. time. Anytime right. a, yeah. a player comes from the NA, uh, comes from Russia to the NHL, the NHL pretty much does whatever they can to make sure that that player has the safest and easiest transition right. Out of Russia, because goddamn, yeah. shit's a little weird there. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah. So, um, on to some news for the Kraken. Right, right. Uh, the Kraken's strength and conditioning coach Nate Brookerson uh, goes over the strength and conditioning program for the future Kraken players. Uh, this is actually very, very cool. Uh, Nate has a background playing football at Central Washington State. So not a hockey background, Mm -hmm. but this dude has been talking to all the players, coaches, and just about anyone who has played professional hockey just to seek out advice. He has also had a hand from a few trips to the Seahawks weight room. Uh, He says the equipment itself is not at all that different. If you walked into the Seahawks facility in ours, you wouldn't see a ton of variance. The biggest thing is probably the Watt bikes. What is a watt bike, you ask? Uh, they can do Wingate and VO2 max testing, which are measures the player's anaerobic and aerobic capacities for their pre-programmed training intervention, um, which Brookerson says is the specific to the energy system demand of hockey. So basically what they're doing is testing the endurance on these players um, by saying if you can do this much strength at this time, we can see how right. much you That's know cool. o2 you're putting out how, how much exertion it's on your body and stuff like that to train better and i think it's awesome i think it's really cool i would love to see some seahawks players go over there and do yeah. some mingling and stuff and definitely i would love to see watt bikes in the for the seahawks right? too yeah because our linemen are i, I don't yeah. know what it is about the seahawks <laughs> but they love picking the slowest fucking linemen yeah. and it's like oh that guy's a big guy let's fucking get him and it's like no walter jones one of the best Seahawks lineman. What was he? What was so great about him, Nicholas? He was fast. Yes, the dude was fucking fast. He's and a strong. Hall of Famer. Yeah, it's like, dude, you you need strong, <laughs> strong, fast guys. Khalil Mack, he's a fucking beast. He's quick as shit. By the Donald, way, I, get yeah. his ass on a white yeah. a watt bike. Yeah, get his ass on the watt bike. 
like test them out you know what I'm saying fuck man make yeah. these like, like you need explosiveness on that line then that's the biggest thing because Russell's fucking quick yeah. and right. a lot of no. our play calls if he For can sure. get it off quick and you can get him safety quick we're gonna win yeah, but <laughs> to each their own. I'm just gonna. I'm just exploding. And I'm, I'm skipping from the NHL into NFL. Although I, 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 I did, blo- I did block Walter Jones one time. Oh, you did. Nice. Yeah. From what? Know, well, it was dumb. What? It was, it was, it was a paid autograph signing, and so they were trying to take a picture of me. So he's sitting behind the table. But if you want a picture, you could just get in front of the table. <laughs> And just so, so yeah, one of the employees. I'm sorry, one of the employees. This is random. But one of the employees had my phone, and just like move to the left, move to the right, and it's just. But I can't see myself on the screen, so I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. So I'm blocking the Walter Jones. And by the way, if you go to Facebook right now, it's actually my current profile pic. But the funny, we're both cracking up because Walter Jones goes. <laughs> finally, like, that's the first time that ever, somebody's ever blocked me. <laughs> Dude, that made my day. Anyways, sorry, oh, digress. That's fucking yeah. awesome. Uh, also, it was cracking news. Uh, the Kraken ownership has reported given Francis and the front office the go-ahead to hire a boss on the bench when they see fit. There are three key people that we are looking at right now. It's Gerard Gallant, Bruce Boudreau, and Mike Babcock. Okay. Gallant has experience leading an expansion franchise, the Vegas Knights, serving as the head coach for for the first of their three seasons, most notably in 2018 when he led the Golden Knights to the Stanley Cup final. Uh, Bordeaux, or sorry, Boudreaux, uh, emphasized a similar style and physical play through his teams, uh, though his teams were not as strong defensively. Uh, He was more of an offensive-minded coach. They could, however, put pucks in the net, at least when he had Ovechkin in Washington, because that guy's a fucking stud. In Minnesota, his less talented wild cycled through the net without finding the back of it. Um, They were not great on offense for a while. Now, they, with the new coach and new players, they're doing a little bit better, but... uh, He's he's a better regular season coach than a playoff success, which um, might help the Kraken starting out. But I don't know. I'd rather pick someone who's you know going to get us further. I'd like to see a playoff contending team first year. Yeah, I mean, perfect world, right? Uh, Babcock was a cup winning go- uh, coach. Um, uh, he was preaching about the puck possession. Uh, so his his th- biggest thing was always maintaining the puck if the, if the team can't t- the other team can't touch the puck they don't have the ability to score uh, and like in football uh, each player gets a job to do and if they all mesh the system works uh, it worked for a long time and the criticism after his Toronto firing was that Babcock was mentally abusive on some players especially younger offensive minded ones whose creativity required more freelancing quote unquote uh, he'll get another chance uh, someplace but it is unlikely that the Kraken are going to want to deal with that potential legal or or PR hassle that this guy's going to bring. Granted, yeah, he's the totally. old school approach where he's you know going to yell at you and get you in the thing. <laughs> but you know, so it, it could have been you know the players are being a little bit of babies, or he was being a bit of a. They're dick. older. Like, yeah, I mean the 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 um the hockey I'm used to is like the Thunderbirds, right? Yeah, and so they're older than the Thunderbirds, so they can kind of take it. But I mean, he's not being too crazy. I didn't know about this. No, yeah, I mean. It, it, yeah, it's a it's it's a bit tricky of a thing, but I would like to see uh, Gerard Gallant. Um, he's going to want a lot of money, but um, I definitely would see like to see him. He has experience with the franchise. That's most important. Um, we do kind of had a leg up on our strength and conditioning program for our players since Brookerson um, was working with the Seahawks, and we ha- we're going to have that facility all set up. So players will have like two months to really grind it in before the season starts. When, when does the season start? Oh uh, yeah. So let me get into some key dates for us, by the way. Um, 
So July 21st is the expansion draft for the Kraken, okay? July 21st. Remember, July (laughs) 21st, okay? That is when the expansion draft will happen. That's when the Kraken will pick their players from other people's teams, okay? The real draft, the actual NHL draft, begins on the 23rd. Okay, and then free agency will begin on July 28th. Uh, by September, the beginning of September, you'll have your official Kraken roster. Just because in August okay. you have people, okay, I'm retiring or this signing didn't work. Blah 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 blah. But September, we will see our Kraken players. We will have everybody ready by October. Likely for the first round draft pick, if the Kraken win the lottery, which they probably will, hopefully, uh, a possible number one overall is six foot six Wolverines <gasps> defenseman Owen Power. Holy shit! Just saying. Just saying. What? What a name! What a fucking what a name! name. Owen Power. This dude's gonna be <laughs> six six. Oh, I would love to see Kraken Power. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's do this. Uh, otherwise, his teammate Kent Johnson. Uh, from British Columbia is, is also going to be a top five pick. But um, you can't go wrong picking Luke Hughes. The dude's a fucking stud for the U.S. national development team and his brothers Jack and Quinn are highly regarded young oh God, NHL players. It's a family. Okay. okay. Um, so just saying. Okay. You got Jack, Hugh, uh, Jack, Luke, and Quinn. You could have the brothers stick to the Kraken, but I, I would love to see. I would love to see a young defenseman. Oh, uh, I can't wait. Oh, I want to see great. him lined up with someone um, like a veteran. I would honestly, I would love to see. We talked about a couple of different players before who could potentially come to the Kraken. I know Nick doesn't want him, who? but who? seeing Owen Power team up with PK Subban. Yeah, that's a defensive. Okay, okay. That's a defensive pair. And if we can Nick somehow, like and if we can somehow swoop Hopi or Flurry in like, the net, that's a backhouse right there, boy. He didn't like that. Well, what? no, he doesn't like Subban. Well, it's the whole Lindsey Vaughn oh, thing. No, 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 no. No, the Lindsey Vaughn thing was just a joke. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't like he stole my celebrity crush. Although, I, <laughs> although I, n- I never had a chance. And she's Wait, like, no, you, I thought your celebrity crush was Kate Upton. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. What, oh. Or uh, yeah. Christine, Christine Hendricks. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh God, she can sit in my face. No. Um, Whoa. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, um, no. PK Subban. No. If he comes, to, if he comes to Kraken, uh, I'll become a fan. It just. It was the. Uh, it, hold on. Uh, it was the. I think it was the 2018 playoff series with Colorado when he was in Nashville. Yeah. And he just he was kind of a dirty player against Colorado. So Dude, that, that's my beef. You, you kind of have to be that. I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. There, the thing is, when you watch hockey a lot of the times too, man, you'll see a dude get get a clean hit, right? You, right. You, you'll, and the ref will take his eyes off because he's moving to the puck. He saw, boom, that's a clean hit, whatever. And the guy will lay on him and just drive them yeah. elbows yeah. into their face onto the ice. It's dirty, but he's, you know. very effective. Yeah, and and well, but you know what you can do I in don't hockey like it. is if, I a, don't if like a guy that. does that to you, you know yeah. what you can do? What? You can get up and punch him in the fucking face. Yeah. Um, no, I just gonna so say. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, well, <laughs> hockey so, is the one sport that's like, like, if that. you want to be a man, be a fucking man. Well, and I'll or just say, if you want to be a woman, yeah. be yeah. a fucking I mean, woman. <laughs> Let me put it this way: If if, if I just, well, I'm not I, saying I do not. I'm not saying you should fight every game in hockey. I'm just right. saying it's allowed. It, yeah. Also, yeah. it's a it's an well, important it's an important no, thing know, for young stuff. No, no, I know because, it is. I, there's uh, things like there's things like like we talked about this before. Like imagine in football if some 
defensive lineman took a late hit, cheap shot on Russell and hurt him. That means one of our tight ends or linemen or whoever, DK, can come fucking from the side of the field, come and just start beating this guy's ass. And I am totally for that because it will teach that team, hey, you don't fucking hurt my players. Sorry, so, I love fighting. I know, I know. I no, agree. I, I actually let, let agree. Say, I don't like I said, want to, but I do yeah. agree. No, yeah. So, like I said, just with that Nashville series of Colorado, but it, it's it, it like with with my sports shit list, he he's on there, but he's at the bottom where it's just kind of like, eh. No, totally. But yeah, there, 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 there's some people you hate more, like anyone on the Zags. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get off of the NHL. Uh, let's talk about some NF, NFL football. Yeah. Uh, even though it's the off season for the Seahawks, we're gonna. We're going to kind of go over a lot of stuff happening because there is a lot of stuff happening with the Hawks currently. Um, the uh, most expensive item on our offseason to-do list uh, for Schneider and for Matt Thomas, because um, they did not cross this off last year. They had the ability to get this done and deal with this already, but they did not. Uh, it's the Jamal Con- Adams contract extension. Okay. Um they didn't think Adams... The reason why they didn't sign early on is that they didn't know how he would fit in the system and how much the NFL salary cap would drop. Right. Um, so they weren't totally sure, so they just signed it to the one-year deal. Um, but Jamal was everything we wanted. He was a pass-rushing r- weapon. He was in-the-box playmaker, and he energized our whole fucking defense. Um, that's It was like what we had from Cam Chancellor. Do you but, think he's oh, yeah. good? Garrett, do you think he's good? Uh, I think he's great. I definitely think he needs to work on his pass coverage, but he yeah. reminds me a lot of Cam. Okay. Oh yeah. A lot of Cam. If he gets better, yeah, gets better with his pass okay. coverage, he'll he'll definitely succeed. Which is the biggest thing too is if we have another safety who's just a quick guy who can do great with pass coverage, that's a one-two punch right there. You know what I mean? You have one guy irritating the receiver trying to catch the ball. The other guy is Jamal Adams going to destroy you. Which that that's a great one-two punch right there for me. Um, but <clears throat> the thing about Jamal. We want to sign him. He's going to want a lot of money, okay? But he played hurt the entire year. He had an injury to his elbow, his groin, his hand, both of his shoulders. Uh, the groin injury sidelined him for th- for four games, and uh, he needed surgeries in January for a torn labrum that he suffered in week 17. And as well, he had two broken fingers. Yeah. Um, this dude got beat up this last year for Seahawks. He p- poured his heart out for us. And so it's like, like that's why it's like, okay, we kind of need to sign him because he, he, he loves it here. He played great for us. But then also it's that, damn, dude, you really fucked yourself up All this the past interviews, year. though, he's just like, I love Seattle. Listen to this. I'm just like. He, he's great. He's, he's like, a great fit. Yeah. He even he's said, he said I'd run through a wall for Pete Carroll. No, totally. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing I love about Pete Carroll is that he that can, means he can something get that to me. from players. So, yeah. But the biggest thing is Jamal was a catchy. Yeah, but there's a lot of players who are devoted to Seattle that we are not devoted to, if that makes sense. Like right. new potty. Thank God right. he's gone. Yeah. Retiring. Right. But um, yeah, Jamal Adams, he, yeah, he's hit the NFL record for a defensive back last year with nine and a half sacks uh, in 12 regular season games. That was unheard of before. Mm-hmm. He did great, man. He really helped us. And he actually led the Seahawks with 14 tackles for a loss. But he did not have an interception this entire year, meaning that he only has two interceptions over four years. Oh, oh, it's not the greatest. But you know that's not, you can always it's, develop. You can always develop uh, that pass coverage. Yeah, yeah. He's always going to hit hard, and he's always going to know how to read the 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 blitz and everything mm-hmm. like that. And I think next year, I think that's what they're going to do more is show the blitz or fake it or whatever, and then have him do better in the pass coverage. Either way. I would like to keep him. 
I want to keep him just because he loves it here so much. Yeah. Like, I mean... But... And the thing is, is he's broke everything, so, like, there's nothing yeah. else to break, so we well, might he as well to, keep He has time him to get here. healthy. Totally. That's <laughs> totally. Now totally. it's like you have time... And plus, can you imagine that medical staff for for the for this? I mean, it's just talking about amazing. They but have Nick, been great. He's hurt everything already, so he should just stay here because <laughs> most likely true. he's not going to hurt anything else. Yeah, so he's going to be bionic be by good. next year. Uh, yeah. Yes, Garrett, he's going to be bionic. Um, Don't ever say you couldn't hurt anything year, else because right? you know what? I tell you what. I tell you what. He, you say that now, and I tell you, just through through shitty luck, he'll just like he'll like tear his sack during preseason no, or something. No, totally. Jesus. So sorry, sorry. <laughs> before we go over yeah. yes sign. Yeah, no yeah. sign them, whatever. Let's talk about the right. Seahawks cap space because this yeah. is a little okay. bit scary. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the starting point for the analysis will be the $4,391,354 in available cap space that the team has according to overthecap.com. Now, of note, it is the $4,391,354 number that is based on a cap of $180.5 million. Okay. So it's necessary to adjust the available space to account for a bump into the one hundred eighty two million to one hundred eighty three million range. Okay. For the sake of simplicity, the midpoint of the two numbers will be used hundred and eighty two point five million. Okay, mm-hmm. which is two million above the projected OTC that has been using and pushes the twenty twenty one cap space available to the Hawks to six million three hundred and ninety one dollars and three hundred and fifty four cents. Sorry, no, six million three hundred and ninety one thousand three hundred and fifty four dollars. Wow, these numbers. However, <laughs> the number only includes the salaries for the 47 players currently signed for the 2021 season. So the or- the next order of business is to fill out the roster to 51 players, okay? So that's four players that we need to account for. At an absolute minimum, assuming these four spots are filled with street-free agents making rookie minimum, they will cost 660000 against the cap each, and for a total of all four players... Two million six hundred forty thousand dollars. Deducting that from the six million and some change leaves the team with three million seven hundred fifty-one thousand three hundred fifty-four dollars in cap space. Before considering any exclusive rights, free agents, or any restricted free agent tenders, which are due prior to the start of the new league year on March seventeenth, what all this means is we have under. $4 million to try to re-sign K.J. Wright, Quinton Dunbar, uh, Hollister, Luke Wilson, Mayoa, Hyde Carson Scarborough. That's just our running back, tight end, and a defensive struggle. This isn't even including Jamal Adams. Right. So it depends on oh what Jamal God. wants. But we have the potential to lose K.J. Wright, who single-handedly other than Jamal Adams helped our defense this entire year. He is personally responsible for two big wins during our regular season. Quinton Dunbar helped a ton in the past coverage with Jamal Adams because Mm. he picked up where Jamal Adams left off. Uh, Hollister dropped the ball a couple times in that last, in the playoff game that we talked about. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was supposed to him and, um, Disley, yeah, um, are going to be <laughs> are we're pretty much our starting tight ends because Greg Olson's old and out. Right, he's going to be retired, so yeah. forget about giving him money. Luke Wilson, who was so partial to Seattle, we're going to have to get rid of him. Yeah, he's getting okay? old. I know we said we have our tight end problems fine, and we're going to deal with it. But Garrett, we really what do you think is going to happen? We know what should happen. Yeah, but what the what what's going to happen? Uh 
I think it's going to come down to say, do we want to keep Jamal or do we want to keep KJ and Quinn? Ooh. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be it's going to be that. Really? Okay. It's going to be do we want to keep him because you want to know what what the issue really is though. I'm not saying Russell makes too much money, but he's not compromising anything to help his team. He's not. He's not he's not renegotiating his contract currently to help the team out. You know what I mean? Even if even if the dude could walk in and say, "Oh, you take a million dollars off my contract, give it to someone," right? That could pick up another player. That can help a right. that can, that's a rookie contract for an offensive line. That's a, that's that's somebody. That's an extra player on your team for the year. Like, like, fuck you, dude. You have you, your your wife is making money as well. You're good. You're fine. Do you need yeah. more cars? No. Do you need a new no. Grammy wardrobe? He no. Yeah. He's, you fine. Yeah. You fine. Well, so and I, I can't just call out Russ, but I have to call out Russ because yeah. he he just blamed the O line, and it's like you're dude, you're doing nothing to help that situation. Yeah. So because I don't know, because imagine asking Russ like, do you do you want your career to be like Tom Brady? Yeah, and he'd be like, hell yeah. Uh, do you want to take a pay cut? Well, then he probably so, gets right, pushback. With, right? with Russell as quarterback, yeah. we're going to have a winning season next year or a winning record next year for sure we have russell wilson that, right. that's the dude the biggest thing is though i definitely think this next year is going to be a rebuilding year because we need to fucking figure out our finances yeah because dk's contract is going to be up at the end of next year and uh, uh, that is a star receiver in the nfl uh, oh yeah no. <laughs> yeah yeah you know what i'm saying so i'm not saying we need to get rid of russ russ is the greatest quarterback to ever DK play for the sign seahawks again as long as russell's like that's yeah russell like, is a top the, five quarterback uh, in the league you do not get rid of him unless unless <laughs> <laughs> i love you so you much Garrett. somehow <laughs> get to sean watson I would okay. love to see Deshaun Watson. He has a great arm. He fits in our scheme perfectly. And he's a lot bigger than Russell. Yeah. So the, my, I'm not saying Russell's short, but he is a little bit. And so yeah. that means he has to run a little bit further to get out of someone's grasp. Right, he right, has to right, do. He has right. to lean a little bit more. All this stuff, right? The, just a little bit extra. Just downfield visibility. Too, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but we if we did sign Deshaun Watson, we would need to ask him on a... On, a smaller contract, but that's that's the thing that Pete Carroll needs to work with the team right now because um, everyone wants to get paid. Everyone had a great year last year. We had a great team last year. I mean, I mean, it was either the offense working great or the defense working great. It was never both at the same time. Yeah, and then they shit the bed in the playoffs and they owe us an apology. Yeah, um, and that's my thing too. Is like you know why are these guys trying to ask for more money when you lost your first? Pl- you lost in the playoffs to the Rams, who you just round. beat. I know you humiliated. Them you the just humiliated game, them, and then you lost to them to a broken thumb golf. You started against the backup in that playoff game. I'm sorry. In the lost. Rams defense, sorry, no. In the Rams defense, they did switch up their their attire. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot so, about that. I so forgot about they that. went with the royal blue pant or whatever. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. they they switched up and then they like they took charge. So, but yeah, I mean, Seahawks didn't see it coming. There's a lot that. of there's a lot of offensive uncertainty because yeah, I don't want I don't think we should resign Carson. I do not think we should resign Hyde. Bo Scarborough is a joke of a running back. He's right. a, he's he's a practice squad right now. I agree with you. We're losing. I, we have the I potential totally to lose yeah. Hollister. We lost Greg Olson to retirement. Mm-hmm. Luke Wilson was our backup backup tight end that we're okay. about that we're probably not going to resign. I understand why they want to draft the tight end. You can, get, fire, you, can get a, you can get a tight end for I, a real I low contract. Yeah. We didn't have the greatest productivity. Right. With that said, though, 
our offense with Schottenheimer's offense, we didn't really dem- have the demand for the tight ends. You know what I mean? But after watching Brady win the fucking Super Bowl on a two tight end set, it kind of shows that you need to in order to be a successful playoff contending team. Right. End rant. We're going to leave this episode to just sports talk because we have a lot to talk about and we really liked ranting today, didn't we, guys? Oh, yeah. Uh, of course. We want to thank everybody for listening to us. But as for this week, this is the Bantering Buzz. This is Garrett. This is Nick. And Jamie. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.